Welcome to a brand new episode of the Barbershop. I am thrilled to introduce our guest. She runs a 1.2 lakh crore assets under management financial services company. She is a mom, she is an investor and a shark on the latest season of Shark Tank. Please welcome Radhika Gupta. I say less IPs, right? I am the one who is competing with Zomato and Sweet. Right? If you have 50, 60,000 rupees a month, please save some. And then people tell me, I don't have money for this. I'm like, you pay 100 rupees a month to Netflix. I get tipped off from this point where people are like, unless you in life are going to start your own company, you are working for someone else and you are not doing anything in yeah. life. That this year I have taken exactly one day off. And I'm not an advocate for these things, right? I mean, I know 70 hour work week got trolled really badly. I was pregnant when I was 38, 30, 39 actually. And I was also full-time CEO. And believe it or not, I was Googling examples of Indian CEOs who were pregnant. And I couldn't find examples because most women have conceived much earlier. Everyone's asking you, how is your kid after you've had a kid? Very few people are asking you, how is the mother? When you bought a fund, you bought a promise. So essentially, when you bought my product, all you said is, I trust you. I trust you, Radhika. I trust you, Edelweiss Mutual Fund. I trust you with my money. And so you're selling trust. Hi. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Barbershop. I am thrilled to introduce our guest. She runs a 1.2 lakh crore assets under management financial services company. She actually started her own hedge fund as a 24-year-old founder, sold it and in the company that acquired her hedge fund has risen the ranks to become the CEO. She's a mom, she's an investor and a shark on the latest season of Shark Tank. Please welcome Radhika Gupta. Welcome to the show. First of all, I would love to kind of get into why you called me the favorite podcaster you have met. Okay, so it's not because <laughs> of you. It's because of this. It's because of food, right? See, I love food. I know. And I love people who are relaxed uh-huh. because in the last five years, I've done countless podcasts. And <laughs> with due respect to all the hosts, um, it's nice to be chilled yeah. and it's nice to relax. And sometimes people forget that women wear high heels. Yes. And you let me take off my heels. Oh, I, I took off my heels as well. Uh, but that <laughs> that is not a heel. <laughs> for me it is. No? So thank you for letting me relax. No, for sure. That's the whole point. The whole point of the show is to chill. Huh. Plus you're in, in, in you know, in our in our city. I want to host you in in a city with with our fresh air and everything. So I <laughs> Well, I, I I should not say anything about Mumbai's air. Mumbai's air is better than yours. Uh, but this is also my city my because I partly grew up here. So this is like, and my parents live here. So it's like part of my city. Today, do you see today's headline? What's the headline? Delhi uh, Delhi air quality improves to severe. Oh, but that is very good from hazardous. <laughs> yeah, good so work. it's an improvement to severe. It was, I think the day after Diwali, it was 999. It was not 999. It was way more than the... No, 999 is the top of the... Is where it ends, yeah. Okay. The needle couldn't move forward. Well done. How long are you in Delhi for? I came last week uh, for Diwali and one of the things I always do is I like to spend Diwali at home. So I don't do Diwali parties, I don't do all this friends and socialising, I have to do some markets media on Diwali because Mm. I I just have to do it, occupational hazard. Um, But I like to spend it with my family, like my kid is here, he's 16 months, my parents are here, so it's just a family affair and I do nothing else. I also realised this before coming. That this year I have taken exactly one day off. What are you saying? I have taken one day off and I'm not an advocate for these things, right? <laughs> I mean, I know 70 hour work week got trolled really badly, <laughs> but I've taken only one day off. Yeah. And so we have this concept of mandatory leave where you have to take five days off. It's a 
anti-fraud practice in many financial institutions, including ours. So I took my mandatory leave last week, which means I couldn't even answer email. Wow. And it was fab. And then I'm here for this week, and I just came back from Kanpur. I'm going to Jaipur, so I'm doing branch travel across North India. <laughs> very cool. No, I um, uh, did. Very watch. Did you watch the match? I did watch the match. Uh-huh. Um, I watched it at home. I was not one of those people who paid five lakhs to go to Ahmedabad. I know. Thank God, right? Or more, more lakhs. I think. Uh-huh. Uh, so the good thing I learned about the match is hospitality companies always make money, uh-huh. regardless of who wins. Hospitality companies always make money. But I did watch the match. We watched it at home. Um, Have you recovered? It? What? Have you recovered from it? You know, I, my parents uh, were in Zambia when the 2003 finals happened, uh-huh. and. My brother, so I wasn't there. I had gone to Penn by then. But my brother told my father, and he was ambassador. If you're in India finals, mein ki, you have to take me. You have to take South me. Africa. South, South Africa. Africa. Ah. So my father did all this thing, and he took my brother, ah. and they went, and they watched that, and we knew what happened. Oh, and I have heard those stories so many times. So I think my family was thoda more mentally. <laughs> they got the. Yeah, but this is a match like unlike. 2003 where honestly i don't we were the underdogs in the final yeah. this time we were i don't think anyone including me even imagined the possibility that i was losing we were so dominant which though. is why i think it's a little bit more painful yeah and I, i i tweeted something after i was like well in mutual funds we say past performance is not indicative of future results <laughs> yeah uh, sometimes that is what it is yeah. the other thing is i think if you look at india na indians are so passionate about cricket I was telling me Australia won, but chances are Aussies are not that excited. Like. Yeah, they have ten other sports. They have ten other sports. Is so much, but for us, like cricket is such a big deal. Yeah, that that's why these things become the events that they become. Yeah. Now I read some sad news by the way that they young people who have taken debt to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Which by the way you should never do. <laughs> <laughs> young people take debt for a lot of things nowadays. Yeah, but taking debt to go watch cricket at Ahmedabad is. But the, the the argument is actually sound. The argument is, this ev- this event will happen in India after twelve years. Yeah. We are twenty eight today. We will be forty then. So we don't know what life is going to look like. Right. Will India reach the final in twelve years? We don't know. So this is a once in a lifetime, or at least once in a. Once in a decade, dude. So once in a two to three decade kind okay, of. Okay, fine. Fifteen years. How that? That's that's a good argument to have, right? Uh, like we say, okay, I can take maybe two months of salary, three months of salary, and put it into a ticket. Uh, had had we won, everyone would have. Would not had would we have won, it would have been all good, and everyone would have been. You would have had a bunch of content creators posting on YouTube, <laughs> and then actually, <laughs> and you would have had all these people posting LinkedIn threads yeah. on lessons from the match. Oh yeah, it drive me nuts. <laughs> I did one of those. Oh, you did one of those. I did one I'm of sorry. those. I'm sorry. No, no, but I'll tell you what I did, and I want I actually want to take away from what you were talking about. So the day after the match, huh. I have a very cute caretaker, huh. so Morisa, huh. uh, and uh, he's just learned Hindi. So we converse in <laughs> in broken Hindi, huh. uh, but his fundamental job is to take care of the dog. Huh. Uh, and next morning, he just didn't wake up, and oh god, like he was, he's up at six o'clock huh. every day and takes the dog out. I had to wake him. I'm like, Gautam, come, go, yeah, chico, go, susu, karna hai. I'll take her out if you're not well. उट दिसन वॉट्सएप ग्रुप्स ऑन द फोन वर ऑल अबाउट 
Yeah. Everyone has an off day. Yeah. Move on. And I, so did I. Like I. Yeah. I, I, that 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 was everyone I was congratulating. You guys played ten error. Oh, well, I watched the match with uh. on the projector. Had friends over. We you know all of that right. But um, I that realized that there are actually two Indias. There's the smaller India, yeah. which is take a bad day, move on. Uh. We have our jobs to go back to. We uh. have our businesses to run. Yeah. We have you know. Christmas vacation to mm. kind of plan travel for. Right. Life is good and we yeah. move on. But people like Gautam um are living away from their families. His wife is in Odisha. He probably makes doesn't make as much money as as he would like or yeah. his potential is. He's just kind of unlucky to be born in a in a situation where he could not get educated. Has debt. Mm. Right? He's taken debt because someone in his family fell ill. And these are moments where there are like the, the few moments of joy a year when he can either actually have sweets on a festival or he can go and buy a shirt uh, and hence the reaction is a lot more extreme but that the, that is true of india actually i mean the, the economics i don't want to get into boring economics no but, but that, that i would like to hear about that see india is not one india Correct. There is an India that's like that and there is an india that pays 1 lakh rupees a night to stay at khyber and kashmir and you still don't get room so There's about ten, twelve crore people that represent what I call India one or rich India, mm. and they are about half the economy. And effectively, we live a life of a developed country. Correct. And then there's a second India, which is the next ten, twelve crore people who will become rich India in seven, eight years. And then there's a balance hundred crore people who account for half the economy and live a very different world. In fact, one of my learnings in business was. to stop believing that i am the consumer of anything correct do you, but if you see china hmm. that bottom 80% mm-hmm. has kind of bulged into a middle class and the the osmosis into the top bracket or top two brackets is has happened over the last 20 30 so hamare that is also going to happen do you think it's going to happen no it will happen you have today about uh 120 million upper and middle income households today in the country mm. that will double in the next 6 7 years and you will gradually see that osmosis actually very little of india will by 2030 remain a very poor country and when you say very poor you mean below poverty <coughs> line below empowerment line you below empowerment line so very basic healthcare basic basic healthcare wo ho chuka hoga wo ho chuka hoga so this western myth that you had i think when one of the space programs happened is on the british press which i don't love said something like india is a poor country they should be building toilets why are you sending satellites to the moon you will be beyond the point where you say india is a poor country you still have issues to solve you still have infra to solve when you have bad roads in bombay and all of that but india will be be beyond the point of being a poor country i agree with that so <laughs> i have agreed with this for the longest time me being an entrepreneur fundamentally stems from this belief that hmm. we are taking like we are all like enterprise policy government uh financial institutions will take the country forward and standard of living yeah. the average person yeah. will go up i have a genuinely re- and on this podcast at least 10 people have come and said this is the next 15 20 years is india's golden period honestly i believed in it for a long time uh. until like a month or two back where i have Hmm. I like there are, and maybe these data points are few and far between, and I'm drawing a line uh-huh. through few data points which one should not do, but being 
Bikinthi consultants, we, mm. we are forgiven the mm. hypothesis-driven thinking. But for example, like, um, I think there is, you're right, there's a 10-12 crore India, then the next 10 crore, then the 100 crore, right? And ideally, that triangle should start getting thicker in the middle, like yeah. it should bulge in the middle. I just feel it's becoming like an hourglass. I don't you know? know, I don't think so. You know, I've lived in a lot of parts of the world where there is no concept of a middle class. Like I spent six years between Nigeria and Zambia and there is no notion of a middle class. I was at a World Economic Forum event talking to quite a few leaders from Pakistan. Again, the challenge is there is no middle class. But in India, there is a serious middle class. Now, we read the stories of XYZ rich, etc. I am not going to... There is a solid sense of middle class. And if you look at each generation, I think the greatest thing in India that gives you hope is that generationally you are making progress. Correct. Every generation <coughs> is... My father's father was lower middle class. My father was middle class. I am upper middle class, upper class, God knows what. I don't like this whole thing. But every generation is making progress. <coughs> Let me give you... like, like For example, right? I remember when I was in school and huh. my older cousin had gone into Infosys. This is... And also just one more thing. Huh. Also, having spent so much time abroad, I think the difference even, the other sign of progress is that if you look at the early 90s or the early 80s, the life that you could have had in the US or UK, and I think about this because I moved back to India 15 years ago, versus the life you had in India was a very different Correct. one. Today, the difference has converged. I completely agree. Meaningfully converged. I completely agree. So we have access to the same products at one third the price yeah. and services at one tenth the price. Yeah. So. This 10 crore Indians live like kings and queens, there's no doubt about it. Compared Not even to the 10 crore. Yeah, I mean, so the 10 crores, but if you look at again the 90s, my generation of kids, like we wanted to go abroad, we wanted to stay abroad. Yeah. Like, 90s was a period where you married your daughter to an NRI. Correct. It was a lot of people. Correct. At that time, Delhi was very common. Tha ye. Correct. By 2000s, I think that started changing. Now it's definitely changed. Correct. For example, I'll give you an example. At Infosys, in uh. they had taken 70 kids, yeah. developers out uh. of engineering colleges, had a salary of 3, 3.5 lakhs. The CEO of Infosys then uh. used to make 80 lakhs. Uh. Okay, so the CEO salary to the incoming person's salary was 25 times. Uh. It's fine. Okay, okay. great. Um, the salary, now CEO is taking, uh, uh. sorry, Infosys is now taking multiple thousand people. Yeah, of course. At the same salary. Uh. Inflation adjusted much lesser, yeah. right? The CEO salary has gone up 100x, yeah. right? So now, in like a funnel that was a like a uh, like a very acute isosceles triangle, uh -huh. has become a very 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 obtuse one. Mm. And you look at consulting firms which we both represent, yeah. right? Um, let's take our example. Yeah. This year, the top cons MBB or whatever uh -huh. it is, has taken 300 business analysts in India. Yeah. At, at a salary of 16, 18 lakhs a year. Yeah. Some small salary. It's fine. It's a, it's a good salary. It's a decent salary. When I was joined the firm 12 <coughs> years back, huh. our salary used to be, the social, the, the business analyst salary used to be 12 lakhs. Mm. So 12 has become 20 uh. or 18 or something plus bonus yeah. 20. So, so it's inflation plus 80% plus. in 12 years. But actually, by the way, Shantanu, if you're saying this for India, I'll tell you, US may starting salaries. I think they were $50,000 for the longest year. Starting start. Then lots of people they became 55. Correct. So that's The same has happened. But by the way, that's not a good thing. No? So starting salary for the bottom is, So the bottom has expanded yeah. at inflation salary. Yeah. But the CEOs or senior yeah. partners' salary has gone up by 6 to 8x. Hmm. 
I think. Yeah. So if you're looking at a very small, like this uh. MBB is like maybe two thousand people. Oh, yeah. Which is the smallest representation mm. of those ten crore top people. Yeah. वहाँ पे भी अगर inequality इतना हो गया है mm. in terms of growth, mm. then if you take it extrapolate to the country, it will be more extreme. So, are we seeing concentration to a to an extent where where we are sitting on where we are sitting on an economic time bomb of sorts? I don't think so. I think the reason salaries have expanded at the top is today, if you have to have a CEO of an Infosys or a CS or a these are globally competitive companies and compensation has become your an infosys of 2000 was a very different infosys than the infosys of today's market cap and to be competitive as a ceo you need to compete with global standards so then so then that, so then the global standards are american standards right which then kind of they are global actually they are global but then but then the same issues like the homelessness in cities across the us that happened mm. the stealing in apple stores because mm. everything they insured yeah. so you just give it off and then people don't have enough yeah. to eat do you think that will trickle down to our society and again i i know this mm. in this whole we are hitting 4 trillion dollars yeah. of gdp and in, in this whole whole bruha i've just i've personally started seeing a, i'll give you examples also mm. why i feel this way but this is one of them no so that doesn't worry me if you ask me and by the way i am an india bull not so i'll give you my disclaimer yeah. before on I'm an India bull for two reasons. I'm paid to be an India bull. That too, everybody will be cynical. If you, if you sell mutual funds, everybody <laughs> assumes you are an India bull. I'm also the daughter of someone who represented India from 1975. So my dog, my dad's product, like your product is Bombay Shaving Company. My product is Edelweiss Mutual Fund. His product was India. Correct. I'm a diplomat, right? So I've like been brought up in India. Like my house was called India House. I mean, so that I, I've been brought up in orange, white, and green. I think the one thing that worries me actually is if, if there is an Achilles heel, it's that you have a lot of young people today in India. Can you employ them? Can you generate enough employment to keep them meaningfully occupied? Because if you can't, this great talk of demographic dividend becomes one big demographic liability. Liability, I agree. and historically we have been a services driven economy i come from a services industry services kitni naukriyan create kare beyond point can't it's very well increase no it's very well so what gets me excited is will this country have a real manufacturing boom and can we create jobs and yeah. that to me is a greatest risk so when you fight, don't yeah. channel this population that's when you will have a problem yeah. i see hope i have always like i always want people from bombay shipping company for example to live and become entrepreneurs and create hmm. jobs. Hmm. I feel like we have created directly 300 jobs and directly yeah. 2000 jobs. I find hmm. it's a very small sliver yeah. but hmm. I feel productive hmm. this job creation <laughs> mandate that the country is supposed to have, right? <coughs> but I see the I see younger people. Uh-huh. Again, okay. I, I have to pay comparative salaries. Right, of course. Right? You so do. younger younger people salaries are much lower. Right. right? Especially if you're not from the best colleges. Uh-huh. I'm I'm able to get good talent at uh-huh. Let's let's take a twenty-five-year-old kid from a tier two college, business uh, school maybe, or straight out of design school maybe, fifty thousand bucks a month uh, of salary. Uh, okay. Mahine ka, ten thousand rupees Zomato swingi. Ha. Ten thousand bucks for a sixty thousand rupees salary. Nothing surprises me. Ten thousand rupees phone ki ya mail mein jayega. Khana khud banana nahi hai. Ha. Lekin wo karna. Loan to tap of a button. Ha. Kyu? Two lakh ka loan kyu chahiye? Apple Apple ka latest phone chahiye. I am using a iPhone twelve. 
I am using an 11 year old who will not believe it. My husband was using an SE till last month. <laughs> Correct. So that should be. Yes. The phone should be 1,500 rupees. Correct. दो लाख का और लोन चाहिए क्योंकि स्टेकेशन करना ग्रीस में जाके ट्रैवल करना अकेले तो वो भी चाहिए बट इनकम एस्पिरेशन इज हाई लाइफस्टाइल इज हाई सेविंग्स इज लो एंड रियलिटी दैट इफ आई वांट टू बी एन ऑन्टरप्रेनर टू लिव द लाइफ आई वांट टू लिव आई विल नीड सम पर्सनल कैपिटल टू सम काइंड ऑफ बिजनेस एट सम पॉइंट वो नहीं हो रहा है एंड दिस आई एम टॉकिंग अबाउट अगेन द किड्स ऑफ दिस 10 10 करोड़ आई मीन आई नो दिस मोर देन एनीवन बिकॉज़ I sell SIPs, right? Correct. So I am the one who's competing with Zomato and Sweet, <laughs> right? Correct. So I am telling you, if you have fifty, sixty thousand rupees a month, please save some. And then people tell me, "Me sorrow pe ki SIP pe nahi karta, mere pas paise nahi. I don't have money for this." I'm like, you pay a hundred rupees a month to Netflix. Correct. Do you know there are forty crore people in this country who subscribe to one OTT streaming platform or do Zomato Swiggy? That means they pay hundred rupees a month. They don't. They can't start. There are four crore people in this country who invest in mutual funds. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So it's how, the same hundred rupees. How will you? How will we start jobs? How will we create jobs if the demographic dividend huh. is not saving up for building their own companies or saving up something to create something? कैसे होगा? क्योंकि सब नौकरी ढूंढते रहेंगे फिर नौकरी ढूंढेंगे सब और create कम करेंगे तो कैसे होगा? But I have a fundamental problem with this thesis. Now I'm going to get into a lot of trouble because I'm also on Shark Tank. <laughs> I I think there is a narrative in this country that says that if I am not being an entrepreneur, uh-huh. I am not adding value in life. Ha, that I don't agree with. And that I don't agree with. I completely. Agree. I think you can build value whether you. Not everyone is set out. And I I have lived both versions of life. Firstly, I don't believe entrepreneurship is about shareholding. What is? I mean, it 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 just is not. Correct. Do you think Satya? We we just seen what's happened over the weekend with Crazy, Oprah. You know? It's in. Do you think Satya Nadella is not building value? <laughs> so of course he is building value. Entrepreneurship is about building value. Do you think Microsoft is not creating jobs? Of course it's creating jobs. TCS is creating jobs. HDFC Bank created jobs. Do you think Deepak Parekh because? He chose not to start his own company or didn't have thirty percent shareholding. Didn't create value. Of course, he created value. So I just I get tipped off on this point where people are like, unless you in life are going to start your own company, you are working for someone else and you are not doing anything in yeah. life. You have to be creating value. Entrepreneurship is about creating value. Whether you're creating it in an existing institution and taking its market cap from thousand crores to twenty thousand crores, or whether you are doing it from yourself, it doesn't matter. That, that I completely agree. With. If everybody goes off to create companies, who will run existing ones? But some, but risk allocation has to happen at some point, not at an individual yeah. level. Yeah, <laughs> 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 risk factory लगाने होगी किसी को दबना कुलना हो बोस this generation has to do that, not at some point. हाँ कौन करेगा? काम तो किसी को करना है. ये नहीं बोल रहा हूँ कि entrepreneur मैं बोल रहा हूँ कि कौन करेगा? हाँ अगर तुम बचा ही नहीं पा रहे पैसे हाँ तुम हमेशा debt में ही हो हाँ तुम्हारा saving rate has come down by like from thirty six thirty eight percent to generation. Actually अभी भी India का savings rate high है इन बच्चों का बच्चों का बच्चों का का You also hope. See, you have to. I think we are very critical of this generation. You have to remember that if you look at my generation, so my parents' generation or our parents' generation grew up in an India of scarcity. Correct. Like the 18 year old, you watch that movie 83, 18 year old phone line ke intezar. Correct. Your and my generation, I think, grew up in an India of transition. Correct. We have seen that era, and we have seen abundance. The generation you are talking about has grown up in an India of pure abundance. Correct. And so the need to own that sense that if I don't have a, I need to have a home. Otherwise, makan malik mujhe ghar se nikal dega. Correct. That isn't there. 
Correct. It's just a different, and I think perhaps there's less appreciation of that. Yeah. And who's to say that when this 20-year-old turns into a 30-year-old, they will not become a saver? Who's to say? Yeah. I don't know. I, I actually... I, By the way, huh. at least this generation is consuming. Consumption is good for the economy. Huh. Consumption is good for the... Again, <coughs> money is flowing upwards. Yeah. The question is, debt is flowing downwards, money is flowing upwards. They're, con they're absolutely consuming way more. They're consuming a lot. And they're, they're borrowing a lot and they're consuming a lot. And I'm not so sure that, mm. you know, that that is the sm smartest. Yeah. And this is one of those, I agree with you, there's always a... Every generation thinks that the, I sound maybe sound like an old grandfather, like huh. Mare time, but I just... It's like every start. every man thinks, sorry, no, no, that every man thinks that, uh, you know, my wife cooks damn good dal, but my mom didn't make good dal, correct? correct? You cook damn good dal, but my mother made yeah. better dal. So the standard of dal in this country has deteriorated every generation, <laughs> yeah. which is hard to believe. Yeah. No, I agree completely. Like, it's, 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 it's hard, but you, you're, but you're... I also think this generation, you know, even if starting salaries start out lower, I don't think you've seen as many people turn young entrepreneurs. So we see the stories. We see the guys who are spending 10,000 rupees a month on Swiggy and Zoberto. But never before have I seen so many young people want to turn to entrepreneurship. Never before have I seen younger CEOs being created. So that is also Q happening. I've been going to colleges for the last 2-3 months huh. selling my razors. Q okay. Garnaud, what do you do? Entrepreneurs do this because you read the paper. You funding in the net worth. That is the most broken shortest, thing. Shortest path from current to millionaire huh. is entrepreneurship. That's what you have to do. Now, how And everyone has access to Shark Tank and you know podcasts yeah. and yeah. In information. Everyone can sound smart very quickly. Everyone, all these twenty-year-old kids, no, they sound and they may be very smart. Yeah. So, but this, some of, more more of them are smarter than what was in my time or before, right? But the percentage of those who sound smart mm. is very high. And then I it just I'm, so I spoke to one kid. Okay, like I'm on my my third startup. Mm. I was amazed. He's a college-going kid. And it's scary, right? I'm like, third startup? I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm actually pivoting my third startup into a different business model. And I, I think the, the consumer inside we had earlier was, was, was kind of off. And you sound like a McKinsey consultant. I, I but like, you, so, you sound like me. Like, yeah. you, 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 I, I could hear those words because I have said those before. And then you suddenly scratch the surface and the, there was no business. This is all in the head. Uh, yeah, sometimes you want to say like, what is it? What is it? Revenue is not going to actually Excel. Uh, how are they, uh, it took two questions to get to the depth of this, but otherwise you sound smart in social circles. You, your parents are probably very proud of you. Your parents have probably created the resource abundance that you live in. And that's the problem because then suddenly you have far more people drinking their own Kool-Aid and no one calling it out. And and I think some of the, I mean, I'm super excited about the startup boom and the entrepreneurship boom and perhaps you're going off topic. No, no, but my, my, my worry is... That we forget that building anything, whether a career or an institution or a company, is a work of a lifetime. Yeah. It genuinely, and the objective cannot be funding and getting a paper valuation. <laughs> because it scares me. Um, the objective should, what is a company? What is a company? 
company is something that provides a product or service to a consumer Correct. that the consumer likes at a price which is good for the consumer but where the company can make money, money. and it is someone who can do this sustainably not a fly by night okay this is the definition of a decent going company concern. going concern that finally the people tell me what does the market value this is what the market value and you create some product or service there is someone to buy it hopefully a decent group of people <laughs> they are ready to pay you a price because right. if you are doing it for free it is philanthropy it is philanthropy correct. and you can do that sustainably correct we have forgotten this <laughs> in this whole this basic definition we have forgotten in a rush and i don't understand why we are in a rush yeah why are we in a rush yeah quarter on quarter growth you yes. know that better than i know, know better than most people and you know we see comp- even when companies they so much hoopla about ipos these days ipos are just an event in the company's life yeah, yeah. companies are work of a lifetime if you look at some of the greatest some of the top 100 companies in india they still only have 4 5% market share they still have tremendous room to grow and they are yeah. the top 100 companies in the country yeah if you look at some of the largest banks the largest watchmaker in the country they have 4 5% market share correct in a market that is going to grow infinitely so why are we in a rush agree tera dheere kaam karo and build something that is a last annual report for us we publish an annual report even though we are not listed we wrote we want to build strong foundations for sustainable and i just worry about this 3 years mein karna hai there's no race i agree i agree i agree i think entrepreneurship is a, is a is a tricky topic for multiple reasons and from a generational standpoint right so i i saw i saw someone write this the other day we had two ipos yeah so we had two we had two ipos uh-huh. but one was probably a 45 to 50 year old gen- multiple Get, generation yeah. business one was a hmm. venture funded startup etc uh <coughs> and it's it it was very clear that you know that there there, there are two schools of thought yeah around sustainable profitable growth which mm. takes time because nothing happens over nothing happens nothing worthwhile happens, happens over things can happen overnight but worthwhile mm. but there's another point of view which is hey the world is moving at a speed mm. that we are not used to and maybe the answer is the middle path maybe the answer is today you don't want to take 40 years but you don't have to do it in 3 maybe the answer is actually most of the answers i don't think sit at the extreme maybe the answer is you can build a distribution network today you can use modern media you can use technology. social media content marketing technology all of that and maybe the answer is you do it in 5 to 10 years but you don't have to do it in 2 i mean i think the answer is somewhere a middle path yeah because the 40 year old businesses were built in a very different india correct you're building in a very different india correct and i think the answer lies in the middle path i was just talking to someone the other day i don't think people realize the importance of debt in a business situation mm. not from a balance sheet stand right but <coughs> more from a pressure standpoint so moment so how would you start a business in the 70s or the 80s yeah you take some loan from an uncle yeah. or from a bank or from that's a money lender that's what you did jewelry from the family huh. holding huh. to the person now that debt sits on on your head like a guillotine yeah and the pressure of that guillotine on the business to create cash to service that debt is so high Aye. that the business automatically starts starts becoming generating cash yeah but equity does not come with that same pressure 
it doesn't and i think frugality or doing business a certain way is a state of mind that is very important to inculcate i mean i i know this we worked at mckinsey and after that i worked at a hedge fund and one of the things that always used to drive me mad in financial services is like we know that markets are going to move up and down like finance people to should know this of all people and the amount of expansion we do in good times and the way we cut back in bad times it doesn't have to be yeah. this cyclical i mean it just doesn't i'm saying we can just build frugally all through like there's no reason as an analyst i needed to go home in a limousine <laughs> in 2007 and then not get a train pass in 2008 i could just live life in the middle path right correct so i think building with a certain sense of frugality which was old traditional mindset of india by the way is actually very valuable and once that mindset creeps in it creeps into the entire culture but it's so consistent across countries across <coughs> age groups across businesses which are small so you, we are seeing 40 billion dollar valuation businesses file for bankruptcy in the last couple of months well there was a business a few days ago that filed for bankruptcy and i tweeted about this i was like i don't know why not many people are talking about it was it thrasio it was thrasio mm. and it's how's a brand's model and you know i don't want to there are lots of people who made the thrasio model so yeah. them being bankrupt to me is big deal is a big deal because there were businesses that were saying i am the thrasio model of venezuela and i am the thrasio model of pakistan or whatever or yeah. xyz country and it's a big deal yeah. and they raised about 3 to 4 billion dollars of funding if i'm not wrong and we celebrated the funding we didn't question the fact that it's not a robust business it's hard enough to build a brand it's like multiple orders harder to aggregate existing brand and its energy and in the and to run different brands yeah. different and you know we talk about risk in our business <laughs> is there single supplier risk is there single channel risk that comes with multiple brands in this case it was amazon but yeah. we celebrate 4 billion dollars of funding and we don't question the robustness of business model in an in an economy that where the depth of e-commerce is so much deeper than in india so exactly if it was an if it was a red flag there it's a bright red flag here yeah so i i thought by the way that that was a huge deal it was it, it's happening a lot by the way it's suddenly like you celebrate thinking of business models but fruition of those business models into sustainable and again this and ability of those uh, business models to see changes in cycle to see changes in economic cycle of those entrepreneurs to show resilience and pivot or stay the course to say stay sustainability all of that is so what i get scared with two three year old businesses is you just haven't had time and you haven't been tested enough yeah it will always say that the investment professional thoda maturity aata hai na it yeah. says cycle says correct it's someone who's lived the he's got a few beatings in life no i and those beatings in life i think are very important Yeah, but it's amazing how 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 human like very simple human psychology uh, kind of plays into organizational behavior or market behaviors. And our investors are Colgate, Radhika. Yeah. Right? So, Bukul, uh, who's mm-hmm. the Asia CEO for Colgate, a very seasoned FMCG professional, had a very similar musing. He yeah. was like sitting with me in, in our office only, and he's like, "Shantanu, I don't understand this venture. Colgate is like one of these cash machine businesses, yeah, right? Because yeah, so." Efficient and focused and very like two hundred year old company and like a brand it's successful. It's like a bar. Up, you call it. Karna hai daato. Ha. Successful business. Yeah. 
बोलते मेरे को समझ में नहीं आता यार कि हाउ हाउ डू यू गाइज रेज मनी एंड देन बर्न थ्रू इट एंड एट वॉट पॉइंट आर योर बर्ड्स यू नो काइंड ऑफ गेटिंग स्लाइटली नर्वस एंड हाउ टू हाउ टू हाउ डज एवरी वन डू इट द सेम वे लाइक यू टॉकिंग And this is actually reminds me of consumers who use toothpaste. Huh. When you get a fresh tube of toothpaste, huh. every brush you have like a generous dollop of the toothpaste. And then, and baad mein jab run mein khatam ho raha hota hai toothpaste, then you are squeezing, you are taking only little bit. And then you are cutting it yeah, and taking and out that last bit, which my husband does. It's damn annoying. This human psychology that when you are in abundance, you are wasteful. And so I, I mean, I keep telling everyone in our business, like in mutual funds, it's like. Let's just expand. Let's have hundred cities. Let's go from ten cities to hundred cities. Yeah. Why can't we add five cities a year? <laughs> Why can't we just do it? Because you know, with growth also comes the ability to manage growth. And I think extremes are harder to manage. So if you grow very fast, the the managerial ability, the leadership ability, the cultural ability to manage that extreme growth is something most businesses which struggle with. Gradual growth, you learn, you add five. I just think it's good to go from one to five and five to ten. Assess at ten, go to twenty, and then plan for fifty. Yeah, you can have a vision of one to hundred in your head, but it doesn't need to be done overnight. Yeah, people people use the word explosive growth euphemistically. Yeah, but the word explosive comes with serious risk. It's explosive, and you don't want, die. And honestly, even as someone who provides capital. I don't want explosions. <laughs> Expl- <laughs> You're not good. I want sustainable growth, yeah. not explosive growth. Yeah. You will be rocket ship explosive explosive yeah. growth. These are not shooting the moon. <laughs> these are not earthly things. <laughs> these are they, 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 this can cause discomfort to like people in 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 your world which is providing capital hopefully to create more capital at a return that is sustainable and providing capital to create businesses managing public capital of people see people who are providers of capital we are managing public capital we are finally managing money of people who are giving 100 100 rupees that will go into their daughter's wedding or some hospital treatment not manage capital responsibly correct and we have to invest in companies that manage that capital responsibly correct 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 absolutely i think this whole this new generation of ipos i'm again on this again i'm bullish yeah. but there's a lot of work that needs to be done including like people like myself like and people are right to say bombay shipping company is still loss making yeah. why why have your losses not become profits yet your growth is uh-huh. we are the number two shipping company in the country yeah. today we're doubling every year all of that is fine yeah but again this is this is this is where the risk of drinking my own kool-aid, kool-aid is very real right because Honestly, at some point, Roik will start will start not making sense, and we can have the best products at the best margins and consumer love, but if the business is not able to spit out cash at some point, public markets are not going to. Public markets will. And by the way, I I run uh, you know a fund that looks at newly listed companies, and I'm very bullish about the fact about the IPO space in India because I believe in a country like India. there is capital that will have to find an exit and that exit will come through public markets and our public markets don't represent new age companies and yes. new age industries correct right our largest exchange is not listed today correct so i'm very bullish about companies coming to list and the market discovering new business models but i also think public markets because they are public can be very punishing correct and hence all this noise about sustain 
I've gone from running a loss-making business and converting it to profit-making ourselves because we were very small and yeah. now have gone through that journey. So, being loss-making is a part of your journey. It is, of course. Correct. It's, I think every company moves from a point where, of course, at some point, only users should matter. Then revenue should matter. Then net revenue should matter. But at some point, you have to move down the yeah, financial can't, statement. You can't stay you stuck there. hang out here forever. <laughs> forever, I agree. There is a trajectory a company yeah. grows through and you have to move down the track. You're always here. Yeah. And all, all the narrative is there. Yeah. You're talking about $4 billion put into Thrax, yeah. right? Narrative was narrative all there. was here. <coughs> Brand was here. Multiples of oh. valuation is here. It's all there. But then is, is, is it trickling down to business creation of cash? Was and the, believe me, as in any industry, as more and more of your competitors will list, the narrative will move down. Yes. So like, there That's are so true. four or five listed mutual funds today. If I or any other mutual fund were to list, the market has established comparables. The narrative in our industry has moved from assets under management down to profit. profit. And it will happen in as your peers list, the narrative will move down. Correct. You go from growth to efficiency. That, that, is, that trajectory is quick. I mean, you can't start on day one thinking, I have two customers and I want to be profitable. There's a problem there. <laughs> there's a certain amount of growth that is important. So as long as you're moving down that curve. Yeah. And there's a line of sight. Like at, yeah. at some point, my CM will kind of Correct. Become green, then CM2 will become green, green then EBITDA will become, become green, green. at this scale and so on. And then as long as you're treading that journey, I think you're doing well. That's and as long as you're as long as you're not drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. How do you how do you uh, now let me kind of mm. like switch to your you know more public recent hmm. uh, endeavor as a as an investor in in, in, in early stage companies right. uh, under the spotlights. Uh, under but the spotlights. I'm sure a lot of this will be helpful for people you invest in or even the people you guide who come on Shark Tank but how what has been your investing model have you I'm sure you've been doing investing even outside of Shark Tank but how how's that journey been you see it's it's a different journey see I have spent all my career doing public equities and we done a small private equity and growth equity fund but it's largely been listed equities and my personal investments have always been mutual funds because as a uh, public equities professional, you have so many compliance restrictions in terms of investing in public equities that you only invest in your own funds, which okay. is which has been my public stance. Uh, but I think businesses are businesses. Uh, and so private investing in that too in very early, very, very early stage companies is new for me. Correct. Uh, oh, it's new for you, is it? It's, it's very new for me. Oh, okay. Um, I've seen a lot of companies. I've seen companies at 100 crore revenue, 500 crore revenue because we have a fund there. But companies at this stage are very new for me. Yeah. What I am discovering is that I think companies are companies. Okay. Firstly, whether you're looking at a small cap company that's listed on National Stock Exchange or a company that appears on Shark Tank, management is important. You call it entrepreneur here, you call it management in our Public markets lingo baat hui hai. Correct. You want to invest in someone who is serious about growing the business, who's serious about growing the business responsibility and who's going to be fair to the investor. Correct. Whether you are a private market investor on Shark Tank or whether you are a public market investor, you want someone who will take care of their minority shareholder. Correct. That is number one. Now, the importance could be 70% here and 40% there, but it's important. You want a company to be growing obvious. You want a company to be growing whether it is a consumer durables company. You want it to be growing whether it's a restaurant company. So growth is very important. You want a company to have some sense of unit economics in both businesses. 
where you will be more forgiving here is that companies are still figuring out revenue models. They may be more loss making. Those are more established ones. So those nuances are different. But finally, companies are companies. So the questions are the same. Mm. But you obviously work a lot closer with, uh, with, with early stage investors. Or maybe you have access to very on the ground business reality. You, you, you look at uh, the on the ground business reality a lot more. You also, I think, have an ability to contribute a lot more, which is exciting. Yeah. Uh, and I think for me, and I know people will judge my Shark Tank investments um, <laughs> because I'm also an investment and fund professional, even though they should not. Um, but you also have an ability to contribute more. And in some sense, this is, uh, Shark Tank is, is, is a passion project. So I want to partner with businesses that speak to me, mm. where I have the ability to perhaps talk about that cause or that business or it's something close to my heart. So it's yeah. not just business. It's also things, topics, businesses that are close to my heart where my presence can perhaps be a positive influence, catalyst, etc. I think that's the different part. What is What 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 differentiates uh, the, the founders of early stage businesses asking you for seed capital or pitching to you for seed capital versus professional management running decades old businesses where you're invested as a public market. <laughs> like, I'm sure there are things that are common, there are things that are like wide, wide apart. Talk about both. So I think the optimism for your own business is common. Okay. It's, it's, it's absolutely common. I think even if you talk of people who are running the top 100 companies or the top 200 companies in India, they're pretty optimistic about their business. And as I, an investor, do you find that difficult to like navigate through because it, I mean, you have to cut through, you have to understand narrative and also do your checks. So uh, we, we are always taught don't fall in love, listen to management, but don't fall in love with it. I, and I think that is, That's that is, well yeah. yeah. So you listen to management, you respect management, you partner with management, but you don't fall oh, in no. love with management. So it's it, unemotional. It becomes, yeah, it's, it's an objectivity hitter. If, if In fact, that, that's actually much harder on Shark Tank because you see these entrepreneurs and they are, some of their stories are so compelling. So I think the falling in love with management part is something I really have to take care of here. Yeah. Um, and it's infectious, no? Like it's very infectious. So I think that is there. With more established companies, I think there's a lot more clarity of path. Uh, which which is expected. Here, people are still figuring out, yeah. uh, you know, the paths. They, they, they're still figuring out uh, the answers. They're still figuring out business models in uh, some cases. Some of them are not even sure if they've transitioned to a point where they've got a real business in place. So I think that, I think in terms of just getting the check boxes right, of course, established companies have gotten much further. One of the things I keep telling young founders is that, Build like you're building for an IPO, even if you have two crores of revenue today. So get your compliances right, be regulated. These things all carry you a long way. Yeah. So build the right way. That is such valuable feedback. We had to go through it because we had investors like Colgate and Reckitt yeah. came in very early. And, and they'll demand that of you. And they're public companies. There's no choice. They're global large public companies. So their audits and their requirements just yeah. forced us into good habits very early. Uh. But it was, I've seen now, now I have a large portfolio mm. personally as well and I see other founder friends and it becomes very difficult if you are not, and especially in a world today where corporate governance in young companies is now, we are seeing the results of it not being done well. Yeah. Founders 
showing bad form um it's becoming so difficult i think the listed world went through it maybe 20 years ago when patchy corporate governance used to exist and it was even accepted in the public markets it was well i think in 2004 5 6 you could have patchy corporate governance or aapka you could bring an ipo to market and then pay the price later yes. investors would pay the price later today the market will the public market is past that they know yeah. who's good and they it's like that song na i know who's been good i know that santa claus song yeah. i know who's been good and bad yeah. public market has very smart that way right yeah it's figured it out because it has been burnt it's not figured it out out of genius it's figured it out because it's been burnt Burn. in fact if you look i know a lot of the second and third generation world promoter world people who had historically patchy reputations for corporate governance the second and third gen is coming fixing in and it. saying well i'm fixing this corporate governance because in trying to take out 200 crores on the side i'm losing 2000 crores of market cap yeah in my multiple yeah so the public market has learnt this and i keep telling early stage guys this is uncom this is hygiene boss yeah and again like is it frugality is a mindset governance is also a mindset completely agree Once you want to get into a bad mindset that this is acceptable yeah. right? I completely agree and hey you know yaar there is no we were talking to avnish at uh. matrix he said you know honestly there is no framework for entrepreneurs who come from families where both parents are salaried or yeah. you know, from agricultural background yeah unko sikhaya nahi gaya na school mein na college mein kabhi sikhaya nahi gaya to investor burden to teach and coach and role model is, is very so hard. important i remember when i moved back in 2009 and see in financial services all businesses are regulated but there is a choice to run life unregulated and do xyz i think one of the calls i took then and perhaps it helped because dad came from government was whatever we do we are going to be regulated even if that means putting more capital into the business because we have to put in a lot of capital even that if that means hiring xyz even if that means there's a cost of compliance there is no cost of compliance it's cost of doing business yeah you have to do it so that's been a very early belief and i keep telling founders check that box but that's the thing right <coughs> ingraining that very early on mm. versus a lot of for example families in india yeah where dinner table conversations are around around saving tax yeah cash economy businesses right kids who grow up in that environment it's hard the the, the dna is not that this that is cost of this is it's cost of compliance it is in fact wastage because of compliance for all of them right and it's not cost of compliance it's necessity of doing good business we long term thinking radhika like how how do we get younger like how would you how would you think about getting younger entrepreneurs because the price they pay for it very soon is very high very high and, and you will see me talking a lot about this you you will genuinely see me talking about this because i come from that world yeah. so you will see me hammering it and to a point where it's annoying because i know what it will cost you yeah. and by the way there are a lot of young founders who as they are getting funding are getting this right correct there are a lot of young people who are getting this right because they're realizing there's no point hiding from it Correct. you know india is getting formalized till 10 years ago many doctors didn't pay tax no yeah now with gst pan aadhar everyone is becoming part of the formal economy correct correct i think the, i think government push will obviously kind of uh-huh. filter that out uh-huh. schooling and then hopefully investors like you for example will kind of put pressure 
I genuinely think we've gone from a 2 lakh industry to almost a 50 lakh crore industry because we are transparent. I think we've become as big and as relevant as we are because we are transparent. It's very easy to say mutual fund sahi hai. It's much harder to live it. Correct. And living it, the living that sahi hai is governance, na? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's very important. I think the uh, is just something that has to be created has to be formalized cuz still like for for we can say governance alone yeah. i still don't know what it entails yeah i know that there is financial governance there mm. is corporate governance there is yeah. people or governments there is posh yeah. there's a lot the governance includes a lot of governance governance is doing more than compliance is following the law governance is following more than the spirit of the law compliance is following the law governance is following what is even the spirit of the law it is behaving as if this was your own capital and running a company that way yeah that yes. i think that is what it is, is if you didn't have any investors tomorrow how would you run this yeah would you do any dhan it is taking care of every stakeholder whether it is the taxman or taxpayers in this country or whether it is the environment yeah. or whether it is your employees they are all stakeholders right correct correct to absolutely you are talking about getting people to sign up for sips uh, in the studios of shark tank i'm assuming these are people who have certain amount of money income etc etc see the amazing thing is like people talk about like oh there are only 4 crore mutual fund users we have to go to like tier 3 bharat and all these things and <laughs> India ho gaya hai. We have to go to Bharat to get new users, etc. Oh. You go to a Shark Tank set, right? <laughs> And you do a poll. How many of you know of mutual fund SIP, etc.? So cool. most will raise their hand because we've had things like mutual funds are here, all of that. Okay. The top of our list done. Ah, <laughs> consideration set. Whatever all your fancy marketing lingo, you've done. Now, how many of you have done an SIP? Then, mere dar ke mein maybe 10% will raise their hands. And this is true not only of a Shark Tank set. This is true in your housing society. This is true in most college alumni groups everywhere, and this is in film city in Mumbai. Huh? I am not talking about some tier four town in Odisha. I am not talking about that. And what stops you? You know that SIP exists. You know it's good for you, but like bad me karte. You'll sub. You'll sign up for Netflix now, but eh bad me karte. And that's what my team who was there actually signing people up. and people don't get that sip is not about baad mein the baad mein karenge is completely contrary ke liye karenge aaj karoge to baad ke liye it's default gratification and the point is you buy into the market at different points so you hedge risk and you start early yeah you start early. you start <laughs> early and then they're like concept fund and all of course you know we are helping them with all of that but it just but hai na yaar india mein kitne sare to finance influencers hai compounding pe to 50 lakh video india has 1 lakh registered mutual fund distributors and financial advisors who are professionals to help you with this job then what's going on like why aren't we converting that bottom of the funnel Look, what's yeah. happening there i tell you it has gotten better i think in the covid boom because so yeah. many fintechs came into the market awareness got better 
it's gotten better so like in my papa's time investment meant going and doing a dakkhana certificate like in national saving certificate now at least india has an equity culture so if you look at younger people today they know about stocks etc etc they unfortunately actually they become too clever so we talked about being in a rush to build companies people are in super like glamorous is good so we have probably 12 crore dream 11 or those equivalent users we have 10 crore crypto users in this country we have less than 4 crore investors because it's far more cool to be a crypto consumer and see my money double overnight than do a gradual sip yeah. so glamorous is a lot more sexy boring is harder to sell but boring is good for you in the long term so we have to sell boring so it's a hard job to sell boring that's it's very surprising like it's very surprising that the reality of buying into equity markets in a growing country over a 30 year career uh-huh. if you started 24 yeah what that means like anuj my like he's one of my closest friends he runs he he kept doing workshops he did uh-huh. one here he did one with like a lot of founder friends uh-huh. of mine unke office mein jata hai aur unke younger employees ke uh-huh. sath he does a two hour session on uh-huh. why investing or like you want to have these many kids you want to get yeah. them married you want to get the, in this much more edu- education your partner and her or his family and your family and medical requirements would need a corpus at some yeah. point and imagining that mm. and then backtracking a plan is a boring yeah. but b it's also it's also the kind of work you don't like to do yeah it, it, it but which is why why do you think you have to do it yourself this help out there so i keep saying this help out there yeah. now uh getting a knee surgery is kind of painful right but yeah. there's help out there to get yeah. a knee doing your taxes sometimes is work but there's help out there Correct. to do your taxes solving a legal case there's help out there there's help out here too yeah. and there's good help out there use the help is what i keep saying and please make an attempt and today i think the digital world has made this stuff so much easier but yeah i mean i i keep a uh, the good side of this is that's why we have a job here spreading financial education i think is just like is god's work in some way it's crazy but like i have a friend of mine she's like a top investor at a at earn a the top vc fund in the country huh. personally kaha paisa fd mein rakha ale tu kya baat kari why do this is crores. this is very common i met a president at one of the top 10 largest companies in india he runs a very large vc portfolio his money is in a bank savings account what are you saying he's like i didn't have time i mean you have time to watch bombay begums or whatever you watch <laughs> right and you don't have time to do this That's, so that so then it's not an education issue it is so in a certain segment it's an education issue in a certain segment you can't even generalize in a certain segment it's an inertia issue in a certain segment it's a fear issue there are still people who ask me how do you know someone will not take away my money india has had a long history of fraud also so the issues are very complicated and nuanced but we have to work at it work at it work at it i told my i told i told that i think the fact that people even know now at least they raise their hand when i say sip at uh-huh. least they know okay it exists before 20 years ago it was like what is this so at least we made that progress so i also like to count my blessing now we have to make the conversion i sometimes wonder that there see if you go on instagram finfluencing is um, probably among the top 3 themes on social media content yeah and that bothers me too right i there enough people talking about it which again same thing 
everyone wants to sound smart by being a crypto investor. I again met this twenty-year-old kid. A lot of that content, and look, there are great influencers out there. Yeah, so let, sure. let me let me not bash them. But a problem is a lot of that content is exactly that. It is sensational. How to double your money overnight? Five stocks that can make you. You don't need to know all this. Most people need to start a basic SIP in some fund and hold on to it for ten years. Yeah. They don't need all those videos. So <laughs> they have to send. I mean, the content can't be sensational. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Everyone wants to hit a six. Yeah, yeah. But doing the regular defense is a problem. Doing the, I mean, you say, yeah, who can? Is singles mar raha hai? When there was that World Cup match, we were like, who singles mar raha hai? This, there's no maza. But investing is actually about. Yeah. Even it's building companies is about hitting singles. Absolutely. You no, know, I'm again. I'm. I'm really hoping though. Oh, you know, now zero to download. करके you can just start investing. So many people here. हाँ. क्यों करना है mutual fund? मैं तो मैं खुद से करूँगा ना. I will choose a stock. Yeah. I'm. Because then you can go to a cocktail party and say I picked that stock and oh, you didn't pick it. But you know, saying I did an SIP is not an interesting story to show off about. Correct. But let me show off about other things. Don't show off about this. Yeah. And most people, by the way, who do things on their own, and I'm not hating on them. I keep I get trolled for this, but most people who do things on their own don't even calculate their returns. Yeah. They don't even know if they've done better. Yeah. People who sign on for their self-investing, yeah. the average life cycle in 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 these situations is one one and a half years. Yeah, so most people don't. Mutual fund is five five years. Ah, so they don't. Most people don't even know, and most people will only talk about their winners. But that is okay. So we keep we keep talking, we keep signing up people for anywhere we go. We are signing up SIPs. It's amazing how we compromise financial security for instant social gratification through conversation. I I even crazy, have a, you know? I have a formula for people like this for young people. I am telling them live an eighty twenty life. Talk See eighty eighty percent of your money, please be responsible. Do all the financial security, all the boring stuff. Insurance. Insurance. Ha. Ha. Do your term insurance. Get your health insurance. Do your SIPs. Hmm. Secure your future. Twenty percent you do your social gratification. <laughs> It's like I can't tell you to eat dal chawal, you know, all, all day. You have to eat out, na. Correct. So I tell them limit that instant gratification to twenty percent of your life. Correct. Correct. um coming to like i wanted to like kind of switch gears a little bit and um talk about something that again i have been i have just telling the team that i have come into this podcast in a mood that is very different from my other moods and you are the perfect foil for it because okay i'm not sure if that's a compliment but it's anyway. fully fully okay. I, I, uh-huh. because i think you are you are it doesn't have to be a compliment no no you are open i'm good with trolling ha you are open and you're objective ha uh-huh. so that's a great thing because uh if we if we, if we knew each other etc then uh-huh. you know we would have enough we would have baggage to the conversation yeah. this is fresh which is great now i want to talk about uh something that i have like spoken to younger women about a lot more over yeah. the last few months it has got me thinking about the social fabric of gen z in the future yeah. but i wanted to start off with being a mom uh-huh. uh as a ceo later on and of course uh we have spoken about it at length uh publicly as well but talk about talk about the choice and talk about If you would have done, would you have done it differently in terms of physical burdens, etc.? So, of course, being a mom is amazing. Yeah, it's just just awesome. Like I'm going to run after this and go see my kid. Mm. It's, it's it's awesome. I think it's. I've spoken about this in parts. It's a complicated journey. It's it, it's really been a complicated journey, and it's a complicated journey for most women, right? Um. So I. started when i moved back from india 
uh, from the US to India. I was an entrepreneur. When was this? 2008? So I moved back in 2009. Nine. I was 24, 25. And then five, six years we spent building Forefront. And I was very clear then that, you know, no kids because you're an entrepreneur. You live a scrappy life. I mean, you know this. Were really. you married then? I was married. So you married early? I married very early. I was married when I was 23, 24, which is very young, right? I was dating my husband when I was 19. Okay. What's his name? Nalit. So right. Nalin and I started dating when we were 19. Oh, uh, wow. so cute. Financial, we, we started the company together. Okay. But I, and at, at that point, interestingly, a lot of my uh, Wharton cohort was getting pregnant and having kids. Okay. Um, so there was always like, oh, they're going to the baby showers and they're having kids and all of that. Because when you have kids, you move into a different zone. Um, so it was a very contrarian choice to not like not be part of that zone. And I haven't spoken about this. And then, with, then we sold the company to Edelweiss, etc. I was busy building within. And then we tried to uh, have kids. When and was this? This was around 2015, 16. Okay. So, a few years, uh, about 10 years ago. Not very late to have kids. 32, 33. I mean, it's common these days. I had miscarriage one. Uh, I handled it. Wasn't great, of course, miscarriage is not good for anybody. Anyway, it was okay. Miscarriage too happened. And that was really tough. Like I remember, and it happened on my birthday, I think I was told I was going to miscarry on my birthday. So I was like in a hospital the night of my birthday. I mean, it was really crappy. And the social stigma attached to these things is so bad that I never spoke about it. Which is a big regret I have. So like... I remember my boss called me the night of my birthday and I was in the hospital and I didn't tell him and he was such a nice guy and it was so stupid and I came back to work after my procedure, the DNC that happens and I didn't tell anyone. Like, how dumb is that? And I was going through a lot and then decided to just park this aside for a while because I was just not mentally there. I'd had two miscarriages and... In India, nobody talks about this thing. So anyway, to end my chance, I became CEO. So I went through that whole CEO journey and I was building Edelweiss Mutual Fund. And at that point, did you guys give up on having a kid? Or did you say, okay, we'll park this for now when we get physically healthier or in a better place? To be honest, I wanted to park it aside. Um, and I was just like, I, I don't want to visit this space. It's it's bizarre. It's just like, I, I don't want to visit this space. Maybe there's imagine. fear. Um, and then we decided uh, to have a kid a few years later. It's uh, well, 37, 38 when we started having that discussion and it is complicated. Fact is, fertility has come down. Again, a not spoken topic, fertility has come down over generations. So, I mean, any doctor will tell you that. And we went through the process of conceiving. Medically or medically? Medically. Okay. Medical science will tell you that fertility has come down. I mean, the number of IVF clinics in this country exist for a reason, right? Um, and uh, finally, we had we had we had our son Remy last year. But I was pregnant when I was 38, 30, 39 actually, and I was also full time CEO. And believe it or not, I was googling examples of Indian CEOs who were pregnant, because if you look at most Indian CEOs, not founders, because as a founder you have a little bit more control over your schedule. As a CEO, you know, you're reporting to a board, your company is Edelweiss, it was 90,000 crores by then, it's not a small business. And I couldn't find examples, because most women have conceived much earlier. much earlier. I could not find examples. 
Then I found one example which was of Marissa Mayor of Yahoo. <laughs> she was a sitting CEO when she had kids. And I was like, yes, she can do it, I can, I can do, do it. it yeah. And that was actually my process. It, it sounds bizarre. It, then I had my son. Nobody prepares you for having a kid. Women are judged so much as mothers. Like, I joined all these mommy WhatsApp groups and I've never been part of them. And they're almost therapeutic for women because your mother-in-law is judging you, one society auntie is judging you. Very few people go and ask. Everyone's asking you, how is your kid after you've had a kid? Very few people are asking you, how is the mother? They're like the fourth trimester, which is the three months after conceiving, for me were the toughest. And then I actually went to a psychologist. I discovered this whole postpartum thing. You had I, that? I did. I had serious. I mean, uh, for a woman who runs, uh, and again, not something I've spoken about too much, but for someone who runs a company with many employees, like I would have a mental breakdown. Like if my cleaning staff didn't turn up to work, like I would have an emotional breakdown and cry for a day. And you had to do it privately because I was doing it privately. Just not talking about. Then I spoke, got help. My mom got involved. And I went through this journey. I returned back to work very early. I started working three weeks after my son. I started going to work six weeks after my son. Um, and my boss asked me, he's like, why are you coming back to work? You can take all the leave you want. And I said, I'm not coming back because you guys need me. I'm coming back because I need, I you. need you. Because for 17 years of my life, all I have done is work, 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 corporate sector, growth, numbers, etc., and suddenly I'm talking about diapers and babies and breast pumps the whole day. Then I, I just can't do this. So I need to come back to know. And I think different people have different ways of coping. coping. You know, <coughs> there was a lot of judgment at that time. Why is she coming back to work after six weeks? And I was like, regardless of what I do, I will be judged. If I take six months off, I'll be lazy. If I come back in six weeks, I'll be setting a bad example and feminists will be angry with me. Yeah, there's nothing you can do, right? There is no formula. I mean, my example is not an example. Everyone goes through a different journey, has a different coping mechanism. Really. And everyone takes a different amount of time to come out with. Also. Some people just bounce back like this and some people have... Postpartum, some people have it for two months and some people have it for one year. Thank you so much for sharing, guys. I think that's, I, I, I genuinely deeply appreciate it. Um, because you're right, a lot of people don't talk. There's a lot of maternity knowledge, a lot of communities, etc. There are lots of parenting books. Correct. But people don't talk and about... There's a pressure on women for the smallest things. Like this question of feeding. Should you... And you're a guy, so I don't know how much you'll get this, but should you breastfeed your child or should you give the child formula? It's like such a big debate and the woman is almost criminalized if she can't breastfeed the kid enough. And there's so much pressure on a mother's health. I mean, I had a cesarean, so anyway, walking is a big problem. Like laughing with stitches is a pain or coughing with stitches is a pain. But there's so much pressure and there's so much judgment. Uh... And this is why I started sharing some of the stories of getting back to work on social. I actually still have girls coming to me at airports and saying, I'm 33, 34, should I have a kid? And it creates fear among, I mean, I don't know if that was your question, but it creates no, fear no. among women. That should I go through this? 
because you almost have made it you have almost made someone believe that i can't do both together yeah well, i agree it's actually creating a lot of confusion in in younger women there is one element of should i have kids etc right there is a second pressure of almost feeling obligated yeah to have a professional life that you can choose over uh-huh. having children yeah right so women like i think now it is well documented that the age of giving birth mm-hmm. and the slope of professional growth mm-hmm. independent of industry yeah probably coincides they do because it's your 30s 30 it's your 30s right? and you have to make a choice yeah. now women who are who with you know with self respect dignity ambition yeah often times feel have started feeling that choosing family or choosing child bearing uh-huh. actually means that my career is not good enough and i i disagree i'll tell you a conversation i had i disagree that you have to make a choice you may have to make a temporary choice you know my boss told me i i think my boss has told me some amazing things in my pregnancy but one thing that one uh, venkat who's a co-founder of edelweiss told me is like 6 months is a big event a pregnancy is a big event in the life of a woman personally but 6 months is not a big event in your career it cannot be yeah and you always have to remember yeah. that and he also told me by the way that being a mother will be will make me a better leader he said if i were to send you to harvard to get 6 months of executive education how do it i would do it right and nobody would say oh she's taking time off yeah he's like i i i'll give it to you in writing that motherhood will make you a better leader right and so i think you have to see it very differently i also think that for women who are considering the choice we don't have enough honest conversations with people around us and we don't seek help because we've been taught ke sab kuch to hame hi karna hai right so we don't go and ask i promise you today if you are going through and most of our leadership who are women have gone through pregnancy at the time of holding cxo roles if you go and ask for support you will get it you know i never discussed maternity leave with my boss i just never did when never discussed how long i was going to go on maternity leave he never asked me it just happened there's enough trust and i think people are willing to give you that yeah Yeah, you don't get what you don't ask for. I you don't get what you don't ask for. So please. But the conversation is so important. So I'll tell you. I'll give. A, I'll give a slide. Maternity. We this topic now of maternity is something that is avoided. Yeah. So it's still backroom conversation. You think so? How it's many girls in your office have a miscarriage, and are privately going through? I've seen it in my office, <coughs> going through it and sharing it. Yeah. They'll tell one person in HR, and they'll be low. it may affect their work they may be going through something the rest of the office is judging for them but because it's a social taboo we will tell nobody how many so it happens in every office and yeah you are right as 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 someone who is a man and someone who is not i'm not a father uh-huh. for me it's not natural to think about it yeah as you know as as an employer or as a ceo or as a colleague it doesn't come naturally i want to like bring it to a, a, a different point of view right there was a there's a woman younger to me huh. uh high flying career yeah. okay the best schools um best jobs like just top of the class etc mm. uh at 30 mm. 30 30 some few years younger to me 
she like you know what i actually actually i'm going to tell you this very privately hmm. i actually don't want to work hmm. and i want to be a mom hmm. but i'm afraid hmm. of saying that because someone will judge me for because it because i feel like i'm letting down the whole community of women who hmm. fought hard to actually not be a choice yeah. you know i listen to radhika and i listen to vani and i listen to vinita yeah. and i listen to kiran and i hear all of them have built out these amazing careers and i have been taught by these great colleges and i have been role i have role modeled these amazing bosses who give me all this this, this teaching and i have so much privilege yeah i don't want to do any of it i actually want to be a mom and i don't know whether i can and i'm like that's i never thought about it that way we always feel we want to give them freedom and we have to empower women yeah and i think finally you should make your own choice but it's hard right it is hard because women are judged for every single thing right if i'm too ambitious then i'm a bad mother and if i'm staying at home i'm giving up opportunity that should have gone to someone else because i got an iit degree or a wharton degree or xyz and now i'm sitting at home and i'm saying finally you have to live a life that gives you happiness how how does one do that like how does how does what i think about women and it's just so much more complicated than men mm. maybe i'm at an age where yeah. I'm also talking to more women at different age groups, mm-hmm. right? I'm talking to some who's 50 also and who's 25 also, right? I have realized. I, today I realized that fertility is going down. Mm-hmm. I thought it's a social thing more than a medical mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I, medical I, thing. I, today I realized it's a medical thing. I have also heard that menopause, the age of menopause, is coming back. Like okay. women are hitting menopause in their late 30s, early 40s. Well, it's all fertility, right? Periods start earlier. You. Oh, so that's so the whole cycle has moved. Oh. It it now should tie up. The whole cycle has moved. period start early because of period start because early of, because the the girl has become a lot more aware because of information whatever it is period start earlier so that means your fertility cycle has all advanced and there's a fixed and there's fixed. A, there's a life and i'm not a medical professional yeah, but this, this is what one hears and this is what one sees so there is there is that then there is this whole I don't know whether it's a false choice or a choice uh-huh. between professional. Then there's a timing issue. Yeah. Then there is a social issue with mother-in-law, father-in-law, partner. And parents. I think, by the way, that but you know, I have lots of women who are also 25, 26, and I try to talk to one of them a week, just random people who like connect with my office and want to do a conversation, and they ask random questions over 15 minutes. You know, the most common question is, what kind of partner should I have if yeah. I want to be ambitious? I think this is a conversation you should have with your partner. Imagine random women are asking me what kind of partner should I have if I am an ambitious woman. And this is a conversation you should have with your partner and your in-laws. Yeah. What's the answer? What do you What do you tell them? I th- I tell them exactly this. I'm like articulate your ambitions because it's an important choice. It's an important part of the choice, right? Yeah. articulate your ambitions and what you want because you have to agree on this yeah or at least you have to find some common ground or you have to know that you disagree yeah. and still move on yeah. my point is maternity and this whole conception is a bit of the elephant in the room and it's about time we start talking about the elephant completely agree there are so many women radhika so <coughs> even we discussed this in the break also who are now talking about freezing their eggs and it's fantastic yeah is fantastic because at least it's there's there's nothing to hide about it it is actually 
scientific. If fertility is moving earlier in the curve, freeze your eggs so you have optionality okay. open. Finance may be value optionality, right? This is optionality, please do it. I think it's great. I would advise a young woman who's 21 and ambitious to please go do this. Absolutely, because... It'll save you pain later in life. I have so many, I'm 36. So huh. all my friends are 36, 37, 35, 36, 37. All of them, the ones huh. who have not been able to conceive, huh. are now going through it or up pain. Huh. And each of them says the same thing, that you don't get a girl, you don't get a girl. Do it, do Freeze your eggs. So, I think it's a great. Safe, and it's, it's actually younger women are getting a lot smarter. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm happy to see that. I'm happy to see that people are speaking about it and making their choice. But tell me one thing. I'm going to ask you again a bit. Like, hmm. Do you think giving options, like giving loans easily, hmm. giving Zomato Swiggy easily, hmm. giving freezing eggs hmm. easily, does it prevent people from adulting on time? No, you don't cook for yourself. Huh. You don't invest right. No, so this, and is, now you're, this now is just a choice that your body is making. It's right? not in the same realm? It's not in the same realm. You know, you are going to live, a, you don't know at 20 how your career is going to pan out over the next 40 years, 20 years. You don't know how your love life is going to pan out over the next 20 years. But you know that there are biological limitations of your body. Yeah. So you're just making a process much easier. It's like, is it better to start getting healthy at 40 or at 60? Yeah, for sure. It's better to start getting healthy at 40, for right? Sure. For sure. It's not the same analogy. No, I get it's it. a choice. It's a very logical medical no, I get, choice. I get the hedging. I get the hedging it's argument. It's not even hedging. It's just, just a logical medic. It's an option open to you. But does it, that's what I'm saying. Everyone says raise money for a bad day. Mm. You raise money. Mm. But it comes with bad habits. But this, this doesn't come with any bad habits. It doesn't put pressure on you to time what might be best for you physically as a woman. Well, if you want to. Huh. If you want to, no? Anyway, by the way, so much IVF conception. There was a whole movie made, Akshay Kumar made a movie on this. <laughs> it's called Good News. Good, uh -huh. I, I watch a lot of Bollywood movies. <laughs> anyway, this has become very common. So, you know. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's my question. It's because, it's the, the fact that it's become co common is yeah. the effect. It's just of a, a social cause, right? No, it's not a social, it's just a need, it's a biological need. It's like, nowadays, in the old times you used to eat only garka khana, na? now you eat barka khana also, hey, okay. Now cancer is more common, a certain amount of pollutants. <laughs> Fertility has come down, you have health, it's like, it's technology, right? Any use of technology, it helps, it helps a woman's body. For sure. No, I agree. By the way, I agree with my friend completely, ki huh. young, young age mein when you have when you are fertile, etc. It doesn't matter what your life mm. path is. Huh. At least get that done so that when the time is right... And again, it's a choice, boss. I'm not saying everybody has to do this. And a lot of people don't exercise that choice. I'm again saying, bring the conversation in the open so that you make conscious choices. In informed. Informed choices are very important. This is not something to hide. That is, that's, that is so true. That is absolutely true. And I have not had this chat this candidly huh. with anyone. I, I'm surprised it took cameras and lights there you go. to have this chat. And it doesn't even affect huh. me directly as much. Huh. But I'm sure there are women in this office or there are women who are watching for whom... So I wasn't they, they, they fair. Will be I mean, I, 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 I don't feel great about this. I wasn't as aware of this till two, three years ago. I mean, miscarriage and stuff is things I've gone through. But even something like postpartum, until I joined these women's WhatsApp groups, these mommy WhatsApp groups, I mean, they've actually taught me a lot about just what people go through and how they find 
solace in those whatsapp groups um yeah you know so and education also right i'm assuming that the people just tell you 20000 things oh people are super so i'm one of the most mean people on those groups because i don't contribute anything okay. i just don't have time but i seek a lot of help and i'm forever thankful to those mommy groups uh because they contribute it's almost like a silent sister road that goes on on those like one year after conceiving groups yeah and did you go through this with it did you it's it's great it's a silent sister road that exists amazing amazing but uh, uh mommy second time around or is you stopping it no 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 one kid and uh, <laughs> he takes a lot of time yeah he takes a lot of time no that's amazing uh talk about being a ceo talk about <laughs> talk about running a company running a fund running huh. being responsible for so many people's capital at such scale yeah. i cannot imagine the pressure of delivery of being at it of being your best every day as mm. the ceo of that right but you do it with with a certain amount of effortlessness that i must commend mm. because you know you you come across as a really chill person your public persona is very inspiring to people mm. who follow you want to reach out to you but uh, i'm sure uh, the duck that is peaceful at the surface is paddling hard underneath right so talk uh, about that a little bit i i think you got it right i think managing so people always say oh you went from managing like Four five thousand crores in assets to one point two lakh crores, and these are huge numbers. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And I say it's not my money, right? It's the, the it's managing public money that is that's a sense of responsibility, and it's not with due disregard. It's not one point two lakh crores of institutional capital. It's Great capital day. of lakhs and lakhs and lakhs of ordinary Indians who would have put. 100 rupees 500 rupees in fact i was having an interesting discussion on on the shark tank sets and someone was like so we all come from consumer businesses and you run a fund and i was like people forget that mutual fund is as much a consumer well, business for sure. we have lakhs of consumers and they are not one time consumers who bought a mug from us or a cosmetic product we want to make them like see they what have they bought from us they when you buy a fund you just buy a promise yeah when you buy a cup a mug You've seen the product on the internet. You know what you're going to get. When you buy a shoe, you know the size. Maximum it you know will not be. Yeah. What about it? It might be painful to walk and all, but even that you try. When you bought a fund, you bought a promise. And many times, for reasons out of my control, yeah. I may not be able to fulfill that promise. So essentially, when you bought my product, all you said is, "I trust you. I trust you, Radhika. I trust you, Edelweiss Mutual Fund. I trust you with my money." and so you're selling trust and i think that is the realization as a ceo the managing my personal money is very easy yeah. managing public money or and people like yeah <laughs> they right you know i saw especially in the last few years because i'm publicly visible i saw one of your talks you inspired me i'm starting an sip for my daughter that is stressful that is really stressful um I think the result is that as a CEO I've tried to make life very simple. I think we can make mistakes in business. We can expand too fast, but we can't make criminal mistakes with people's money. So, you know, the way we manage money it almost has to be like Singapore Airlines. Very processized, very drama-free, very boring. We just all I say is I don't want to make gross mistakes because yeah. gross mistakes are very expensive. you can give a little less but you don't want to make major mistakes that's 
that's the constant objective uh people talk a lot about brand in consumer businesses brand is perhaps far more important in financial services because as i said what do you sell you sell trust yeah you only sell and you compete with people who are not new age businesses but your competition is state bank of india who has a branch on meghalaya border <coughs> the people cannot even pronounce edelweiss and don't know if it's edelweiss or edelweiss or whether it's a swiss company or an indian company yeah well that's the thing right i think in your case right the more i think in my case i said a shaving razor or yeah. a cream the person who smells nice shave acha gaya kabhi kat jata hai kabhi kuch so kat jayega gali de lega agli baar nahi lega repeat right मेरे में तो उसने मुझे पैसे दिए हैं यार तो पैसे दिए हैं एंड योर परफॉर्मेंस इज कांस्टेंटली बीइंग इवैल्यूएटेड द पर्सन माइट वांट टू एग्जिट एट एनी पॉइंट एनी डे सो यू एंड यू गेट व्हाट्सएप अलर्ट्स एवरी डे ऑफ माय परफॉर्मेंस एंड माय 40 अदर पीयर्स हु आर माय कंपटिटर्स देयर परफॉर्मेंस इज आल्सो देयर एवरी डे सो आई एम रनिंग अ हॉर्स रेस विद माय पीयर्स एवरी डे एंड डिलीवरिंग टू अ कंज्यूमर एवरी डे फॉर अ वन टाइम परचेस ऑल्सो या एवरी डे फॉर अ 100 रुपी वन टाइम परचेस आई स्टिल एम रिस्पांसिबल एवरी डे एंड बाय द वे I have to treat a 200 crore investor the same way I treat a 100 rupee. Are you able to do that? Absolutely, because we manage the great thing. I think our regulation does that. We manage pooled money. So when I manage a fund of thousand crores, no special treatment. There is no special treatment. You pay the same fees, and I have investors who are a hundred crores, and I have investors who are hundred rupees, and they get the same treatment from me. The fund manager manages money in the same way. Very few things in India are as democratic as we are. and you get the same communication and you get the same ex- uh, access and if there's any change you have to get the same information but effectively i am a big seller of trust it, that's a pretty hard thing it's to say it's a hard thing to sell when you don't have a famous last name when you don't have a bank so it's a very difficult kind of startup heavy is the head that wears yeah, the i i don't know there's a crown I I also say I think being a CEO is a great sense of privilege so the ability to reach out to that many consumers distributor it's amazing so th- there's only gratitude for it yeah there, there literally is only gratitude for it as to like building out a company at age of 24 25 selling it then bec- and by the way you're one of the very few people who has stayed back in the home which you found for your company yeah. and then became a CEO that it's not Marisa Mayer is another example of that I think. Yeah, yeah. Marisa Mayer is another one. Um Mithun Santhethi of Carrot Lane Carrot sold it to Tata. Tata Group, yeah. And people always say acquisitions are bad and sales are bad and actually people told me it'll always will eat you up and la la and all that nonsense. It is all hogwash, right? And that's why I said there is the the line between owning your own company building in another institution it's really all a state of mind. But rather than the statistically they have not worked you have made it work because yeah. and that's an exception more than it is a rule so perhaps kudos to you and also to the edelweiss management at the time oh. to be able to kind of integrate a business maybe i don't know i don't know the nature of the acquisition as well mm-hmm. but i think for example in consumer businesses it's very hard to integrate other brands into a house of brands for example yeah so acquisition and like the consumer business and then there are sales targets and no, it is rare yeah very hard shantanu it is rare uh I I think many people don't realize Edelweiss is actually a clutch of entrepreneurs. We have so much I have taken the boldest bets of my life in this business without having to ask for any kind of approval. So it was entrepreneur to entrepreneur and that's what you you look I think the a true you, partnership that is. 
and that's what the conversation at the acquisition was, that this is not a sale, it's a partnership. And I think if you look at acquisitions like that, you can create great value. Like Ported Carrot Lane is another great yeah. example of creating value. Yeah. But it comes from Mithun's, I love the guy by that. Ah, he's a, a wonderful guy. Phenomenal yeah. entrepreneur. But it comes from his very strong maturity to be able to create value for both the acquirer and, the, and, and his own company. Right? Yeah. And kind of figure out how does... It Carrot comes from a sense of lack of ego. Okay, This is, there's, honestly, the events of this is, I don't know if I should say that, the, the events of OpenAI tell you one thing. Nobody lives a life, even if you are a founder, where you don't have a boss. Everybody today has a customer, yeah. a regulator, and an investor. Right? Yeah. Everybody is accountable every Correct. day. Correct. So there's no belief that this is, everybody has a board. Absolutely. You're building anything meaningful, you have to have stakeholders. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't believe nobody, anybody lives a life without stakeholders. Correct. 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 I know we're over time and we have to get let you to go get back to Remy. But uh, Radhika, people who are watching, you know, by young men and women, um, uh, hopefully who will start SIPs. Yes, please <laughs> uh, start SIPs. Who will start SIPs. I think also, as, as, you know, uh, stars in their eyes a little bit, right? Uh, looking at people like you achieve so much in so many spheres and uh, being so generous with your wisdom. But um, any last words of... Mm. And by the way, I'm this is... I feel like you know if there are some some guests with whom I feel like I have, you know I, I have I, I think I have kind of covered the gamut of wisdom yeah. in some meaningful way. With you, I don't even think I've scratched the surface. Uh -huh. So this is I think part one of hopefully a, a multi-part series. But on this, any any last words of advice for for people watching? Any last words of advice? Uh, there could be long lists of advice, or I have no one to give advice. They always tell people to live a life that they're proud of. I think, and we started with being contrarian about India, <laughs> but I, I genuinely feel very grateful that I grew up, or I'm building in yeah. this India. And it's in India that gives you opportunities to build in whatever canvas you want. It's not the doctor, engineer, lawyer, wala. IIT jaoge, to kuch banoge, nahi to kuch nahi ho sakta. I think there are opportunities everywhere. So I think find your sky and then learn to fly. These are lines from Limitless, but I, I really think find your sky. Take the time to find your sky and then fly. And know that everybody has different wings. Um, and flight is also the other thing is flight, fly a marathon, yeah, don't fly a sprint. Yeah. If you're young, you have time on your yeah. side, right? So, and you have time to compound. So don't be in a rush to fly, yeah. fly, fall, drive. <laughs> but go on a long-term flight. Now fly, fly somewhere meaningful. Uh, that is, it. find your sky and then learn to fly. Amazing, Radhika. This has been an absolute privilege for me to get the best seat in the room. Uh -huh. But uh, we will invite you again at uh, you know at, at at a time that is convenient for you. I think there are a lot of topics, especially on younger generation investing, on women who want to be moms in the workplace, uh, which I would love to talk to you in depth about as well. Uh, but thank you so much. This has been an absolute privilege and uh, uh, look forward to all the amazing things that you're going to do in the future. Thank you. Wish you all the very Maybe best. Maybe in the next one, I will give up my sari and wear jeans yes. so that I can sit. <laughs> 
like super comfortably oh, with sure. my feet up. We'll actually ask the team to collect like, two couches yeah. and we get like a lounge. Oh, so we should lounge. do bean bags or like yeah. something cool because I've never done a conversation like that. So we should do that. I hope you enjoyed today though. I did. I really did. I awesome. really did. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Take Thank care. You.